What's up, man? What's going hey. on in the box? Yes. Another Friday. Well, man, we got a great show. We got Gabriel Parker, man. He, he in the house. Gabriel yeah. Parker in the house. So we're gonna we're gonna be looking for a terrific show, man, here in a second. Hey, but uh hold that thought. We're gonna be right back. Fundamentals and build blocks. Yeah. Turn to advice when I'm in that spot. Yeah. When I got questions, and that's a lot. Perfect time to hear from Rico in the box. All right, yeah. all right, all right, man. Night in yeah. the box. We got Gabe on with us, man. We got to we <clears throat> go ahead and do stuff, man. Gabe for POR. You know, <laughs> no, no. now. That's what it is, man. What's going on? My name is Gabriel Parker. Um, formerly, um, former member of the former group Path of Revelation. Uh, we just dropped our last album. But I, I'm a, currently a solo artist, podcast host of Path of Revelation podcast, mm -hmm. business owner, entrepreneur, father, husband, all of that wonderful stuff. So I appreciate y'all having me on. I'm excited. Hey, glad to have what, you, brother. What's going on, Demetrius? Glad to have you, man. So you first can. thing we're going to do, we, we're going to get some housekeeping things out of the way, man. First, um, don't forget... Uh, Music Industry Makeover, this, this show is sponsored by Music Industry Makeover. You got Run, DJ Run and Run. You, hey. you got Simone uh, as well. If you get a chance, go and make sure you go to musicindustrymakeover.com and make sure you actually subscribe to the channel as well. Also, stay posted. Uh, talk about talk about your countdown, Run. Yes, uh, we got the countdown. That's, uh, you know, your video, put your senior video in. Uh, the season starts back up in um, May. And so we want you all to definitely check that out. We pre um, pre preview the hottest videos out there, all right? Top 10 countdown. So go and subscribe to the playlist, DJ Ronnie Ron's Top 10 Playlist on YouTube. And uh, also, if you haven't had an opportunity uh, to subscribe, subscribe to the end of the box, man. Go on over, subscribe, you know, show us some love, man. Uh, it's a blessing as well. Then, two, uh, we know that we're in the midst of Corona. Mm -hmm. We're going to say the Rona, right? <laughs> that if, 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 you're trying to, if you're trying to start a business, man, you know, right now, our show is also sponsored by Finio Max. Yes. You can go over, man, to FinioMax.com up until April the 30th. You get a website, mobile responsive for $99 as well. And then also, you can... If you if you're an uh, actual music artist and you don't know how to master your music, I'm mastering songs for ten dollars. I got a two hour a two hour turnaround HD mastering as well. And then uh, at the same time, if you need your songs mixed as well, I only I, I, I mix your song only charging eight dollars and fifty cents per stem, and uh, we make sure you sound really great. And then also don't forget DJ Runs playlist. You know, yeah. this this is this is not this week current, but just kind of showing you the playlist. Talk about the playlist, Ron. What you do? Bro. Yeah, basically, I have two playlists. One is um, hip hop praise, and this one right there, grown folk gospel. And so that's another way for us, you as an independent artist, if you got some hot songs out there, we want to um, promote that because a lot of people don't know about the great music that's there, especially not being played on gospel radio, but it's playing on my radio station, hip hop praise. <laughs> and then also going over to our partner, which is. Our sister in Christ, like our partner in crime, you know, we all, we do music industry makeover together. She's on, go to SA Music TV, subscribe. You know, she's there 
uh, to help some of you artists, even even some management as well, man. If you if you find yourself needing that as well, and right. um, and and you know we look forward to you. And also don't forget Sunday, I have just life, life. Um, and this this actually this week with the actually the subject matter is going to be dealing with not fitting in. So just life is a show. If you it helps you dealing with life, showing you how to get around obstacles. And so the 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 title of this episode, which is episode five, is dealing with not fitting in. Because sometimes, man, you don't fit in, and a lot of times, man, people don't know how to do that when they get a cold shoulder, or you go right. to a circle and that circle don't receive you. And sometimes you got to encourage yourself. So that's what the show is going to be about. All right, so we got all that out of the way. Got we got gay, gay, gay. What's going on, hey. Christian rapper? Why not rapper that's Christian? <laughs> <laughs> man, man, look, man, it's I'm, Christ is the head of everything that I do, and one of the reasons why I label what I do Christian rap is because music contains <clears throat> contains content, and the content and the worldview that I present in my music is a Christian worldview. So that's why. Uh, the title is at the at the beginning of what I do. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I mean, so 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 can a rapper be a Christian and just and, and be a rapper and just not put the Christian aspect in front of their name? You know, can they can they still rock rock with Jesus? Or you know, what's I don't I'm 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 being dumb for a minute. What's what's the purpose of that narrative? What's the what's the narrative? I think uh, people can do whatever they want to do, first of all. Um, and, and, and I think for me personally, it's a personal conviction of mine. Right. Um, right. Whenever I had this, when I, whenever I have a, had this conversation with someone, um, I, I try not to be overly critical or judgmental. Right. Um, and right. I want to hear, I want to hear them out. And so what I, what I usually do is I ask them why. You know, wh what is it about the title of Christian that makes you not want to put it on the beginning of what you do? You know what I'm saying? Right. And most people, most people say most people will say, oh, because I want to reach more people. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to be boxed in or, or things of that nature. But at the end of the day, if, if 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 the purpose is really to glorify Christ, I really believe that ultimately people are going to find out what your your content is about. You know what I'm saying? They're going to label it. If you're purposing to glorify Christ, they're going to they're going to eventually label that label it that anyway, unless yeah. you're just purposely being intentional about not being Christ centered in, in your presentation or, um, you know, just trying to purposely dumb it down. And, I, and I'm not even talking about having Christ in every song or every bar, I'm talking about even conveying a Christian worldview because our worldview isn't like the world. You know what I'm saying? So my question, so so so, so as a so I'm a Christian man, I and I know I'm a dope producer, man. I got my own signature. Can we be dope producers, man, and be Christians? Like I don't like can 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 we be can we be dope? Does does being Christian make us make us lame? Make us whack? Make us skill set lame or whack? We ser we serve the dopest creator. There is we serve the creator of the universe. I I that's one thing I hate, bro. I hate the stigma that 
if you are Christian, you just automatically lose your ability or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's it it, it doesn't make sense because if I'm gifted, I'm gifted. You know what I'm saying? And um it yeah, absolutely. I, I we should strive same, to it, do it, things it, in it, excellence. It's the same way, man. You have like a basketball player that's a Christian glide, take off on the free throw line, man, and, and slam dunk like Jordan. But man. It, it don't change your skill set, dude. It don't change your skill set. Absolutely not. That's all I'm, not. So, so that's, that's all. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. Well, I definitely want to um, 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 say this one thing or so because I had this conversation earlier or so mm -hmm. about uh, creativity as a Christian artist and how that um, we have too much of the church trying to copy what the world does. And, and especially even even uh, gospel artists, you know, how important is it for us to be original as 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 Christian artists and not copy what the world is doing? Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a it's a fine line mm -hmm. between biting somebody and being influenced. Right. Um, and and I really believe that I believe we should strive to be um, as original as possible because God made us as individuals, you know? And, and so me personally, um, how I approach my art and I thank God because we may not be as big as some other Christian rap artists or anything like that, but our core followers appreciate the art that we produce because what, one of the consistent um, feedback that we get or that I get is that, man, you guys have your own sound and and, and things of that nature, and I take pride in that. I would rather, I would rather reach a thousand people with authentic, being authentically me, mm -hmm. uh, and who God created me to be, than to reach ten thousand or a hundred thousand or even a million people being somebody that I'm not. And so, um, so my brother man said, uh, "That's my brother." So he said, uh, "Have your own style." Like, yeah. And that's it, it, no. Go ahead, now. Go ahead and finish what you're saying, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish it. I just want to jump in and say that. Go ahead. No, you know, originality is so important. It's it's so important, and um, you know, I think that's one of the things that holds a lot of the Christian hip hop industry back, um, and even the gospel industry to a certain extent. Yes. Um, because I'll say this, and. And you, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to, um, to say to this because mm -hmm. I've never heard somebody give this perspective. Mm -hmm. But I've been working in sales and marketing for over for the last ten years. Mm -hmm. um, I've also served in ministry um, as a youth pastor for eight, mm -hmm. um, and as a Christian rap artist for ten. So between mm -hmm. those three things, mm -hmm. um, I felt like. Um, I've been on both uh, a lot of different hats I've worn. You know, I've right. been the person booking Christian artists. Mm -hmm. I've booked Christian rappers and, and things of that nature. Um, and then I've been the artist that's booked and taken care of, flown out to different places. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I see with the Christian hip hop industry in particular, and I would even say the gospel industry, is our poor spirituality affects our business. Um, where we stunt our own growth and, and hear me hear me out when I say this. Mm -hmm. So I'll, let's take Pepsi and Coke, right? Mm -hmm. You you would never see Pepsi tweeting, man, check out Coke's new flavor. <laughs> you would 
right. you would never see it's Pepsi saying, man, man, Coke just came out with a new drink, man, and it's fire. You would never see that, right? Never. But right. as Christian artists, whenever a hot, the, the mainstream hip hop artists like a Kendrick drops, come on, or a J. Cole drops, or a Drake drops, we're, we're promoting, we're Pepsi promoting Coke. Like mm -hmm. their brand and our brand are actually counter. If, if we're looking from a business perspective, so it's actually bad business to not just from a spiritual standpoint, but from a business standpoint, it's actually bad business to give your competition free promo. And so it sends mixed messages to our to our potential followers where we tell them to listen to our music and then we turn around and say, hey, go check out, man, that new that new Drake is fire. That new Kendrick is fire. <laughs> and then we want them to come back and listen to us when really we're just a, a, a great value or Walmart version of the name brand because we're copying the word. And so they're like, why, why would I listen to you when I could just listen to the real thing? And so we're shooting ourselves in the foot because of our immaturity spiritually and our ignorance business wise. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing the industry struggling and they like, man, we can't figure it out. It's because we love the world so much that we don't have our own identity and it's affecting us spiritually and business wise. It's no, it's no reason. And I think I've heard you say this Rico, it's no reason why we shouldn't have 10 Lecrae's. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it, it, the church, is 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 a big organism so, but i think sometimes we're we're the grass is greener to us on the so, other side so so i want to i want to speak to a couple of those dynamics right okay so, and then i have a i have a solid worldview but then a lot of times i have a, a different kind of perspective and i and i and the, the saying you never see coke pushing pepsi you never see pepsi pushing coke you never see Wendy's pushing McDonald's when McDonald's pushing Wendy's. But I think the reason that we, the reason that we, because we, you know, the thing is, as, as, as believers, we show the world, the, 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 we as believers, we show the world, we show mainstream. We, I'll say, instead of saying the world, we say mainstream. We show mainstream a lot of love, right? But mm -hmm. then mainstream don't show us love back when we, when we say that we we Christian, like we have to, and so, and this is the thing, and this is something that the Lord has been dealing with me and teaching me, because I've been in sales for 20 years, and every W-2 job that I have, I work for unsaved people. I never work for no Christians, right? Mm -hmm. And although that I, did, I, I didn't work for Christians, and I didn't, you know, when I went to sell mortgages, I taught the language of mortgages. Now, right. when somebody give me uh, ask me something, an answer. I'm I'm giving them an answer from scripture, but I don't actually quote the verse. But I'm still giving right. you the the end result. So I think that we have to learn how, because mainstream is not like us. But I think the problem is we, because I have a lot of famous friends, right? But when I go around my famous friends, I still don't smoke weed because I don't smoke weed, right? Right. right. And I and and when I go around my famous friends, if they start playing porn in the car, I'm like, yo, bro, I got to, I got to exit till y'all get through. 
Because I have a lot of, I mean, I, because when I come around, they're like, man, we, we finna smoke. What you gonna do? Man, I'm finna get out, bro. I'm finna, I'm finna go over here. When y'all get through, right? I, I, I'm gonna let it air, roll the windows down. And you know, you know, and you know, the, thing, the deal is, they respect that. Right. I, don't, I don't stop coming around right. because you can't, you can't live in this world without dealing with people that don't know who Jesus is. Right. But I'm not gonna let them change me. And you, right. obviously, you're not gonna let me change you. So we had a stalemate when it comes to ideals. But right. can I get on the basketball court and play together? Yes. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, you know the thing is, is, you know, I want to own all my music. You know, unless I'm doing some music licensing, I, I do music for for or, or for, for companies or whatever. They're not Christian companies. It's the right. fact that I'm going to control what I do. It's just that I don't want to be presented. To be in agreement, because I'm not a, I'm not in agreement with anybody being a pedophile with kids, right? Mm-hmm, so right. if it, if there's anything on a pedo, pedophilia, I'm just not gonna be connected to it because that ain't cool on any level for me. Right. So my point that I'm making is, as as believers, we gotta learn how because man, the, the mainstream not going nowhere, but we mm-hmm. have the, the same love that we giving the Kendricks and the same love that we're giving these other. But we need to give so, some of our brothers love as well. You know, you know what I'm saying? You right, know, yeah. talking about our brethren is, you know, because if because they're not the mainstream is not going not to push Christian music. Right. They're going right. to push their music. But at the same time, we got to learn how to coexist. We got to learn how to stop tearing each other down because we all different. We, yeah. we all don't move the same. And so yeah. if, if I come to your house. Right. You know, and and if I see you pull out a beer, cause drinking a beer is not, no. you're not gonna go to hell. It's a weight unto sin. It's not, it's not gonna go to hell. But I'm, I may not drink your beer, right? But I'm right. not gonna condemn you if I see you. You know, right. I don't, I don't want to be around certain things, right? So I think that we have to learn how to be who we are, mm-hmm. and not, not to let life affect us. And being artists and producers, you know what I mean? I just right. think that we have to kind of, we have to be very aware of what we're getting involved with. Because when we lose control, then yeah. we, can, we, can, we can be presented in a bad light. That's that's yeah. my answer to that. Yeah, yeah. Not, not every business venture is created equally, right? Um, selling, selling guns to terrorists is not the same as being in partnership, say, doing, um, like I work at oil changes um, in terms of running my auto, uh, my oil change business. I don't work with Christians. Most, a lot of my business knowledge, I have a few Christian business mentors um, who, who really love God, but I've also learned a lot about business from non-believers. Um, a lot of my partnerships um, and some of my biggest clients are Muslims. Mm-hmm. And so um, there not everything is created equally. Um, for me, music is a little different um, because music uh, contains a message. You know, when I'm partnering with um, my clients to build, to do websites and things of that nature is usually for uh, service-based businesses, you know, there's th- different things, you, you understand? And so I think as Christians, kind of just getting back to the, the music side of things, um, we we have to 
first think from a spiritual standpoint and also see, I just think it's a, it's a unique dynamic because I think we could be, it's not that we lack talent. It's not that we lack skill. Um, it's just that I think sometimes you could be so enamored with the world that you don't see the value in yourself. Yes. That's a very good point. You know, that's what, like one of the reasons why a lot of people aren't original and they're biting is because they don't see the value in themselves. And look, it, it, it may work for a while. It works for some people. If, you know, I've seen artists make a whole career off of copying off of people, you know, not saying no names and, mm -hmm. and they, they, they have a nice following, but it's mm -hmm. kind of like, what, what did what you, do you have? You know what I'm right. Well, who, who are you? Right. right. And, and, you know, I would, like I said, I would rather keep my authenticity uh, and integrity um, and, and, and potentially gain a smaller following than to compromise who God has called me to be to gain more. So, because the, the how we define success as Christians matter, too. You know, the, the Bible says that godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. There's plenty of people. Who, who don't honor God, have no reverence for God, who have everything. They have right. cars, houses, and yep. all of those things. And so as Christians, I think it's important that we define what success is. That doesn't mean we have to be living in a pit somewhere or, or, or can't op, um, prosper. I don't believe that either. But, right. you know, I, I think that it's we have to find contentment and not use contentment as an excuse to be lazy. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, and when, it, and, and when it comes to when it comes to success, man, just even as believers, now, we we every person is going to find their success different. You know, yeah. su success for me is me doing something that I love, me loving to wake up every day. You know, I don't I don't ever need helicopters. I don't want a helicopter. I don't want an airplane because I'm not going to pay twenty five thirty thousand dollars for gas. It's not right. <laughs> just not. It's not going to happen. You know, I don't want to put rims on all my cars. Like so, so success for me is when my wife say, "Rico, I want to go to the, I want to go to this restaurant." I ain't gotta be like, "Man, let me go balance the checkbook." You know what we got? <laughs> right. You know, right. we're like, "Okay, let's go." You know what time you want to go? I'm getting dressed now. I want to go. That's success to me. Success is my son say, "You know, Dad, I want a video game." You know, I ain't gotta be like, "Well, I gotta wait to payday." I'm right. like, well, let me see your grades. You straight? They good? Let's go to the game store. You know yep. what I'm saying? So that's that's my level of success because I don't right. want anything. I don't want a hundred million dollars. I don't even want a. I don't want a two million dollar career, right? I don't want a, a. I don't want that. That's not my level of success. To me, that's more stress. I right? like, yeah, I go like, ahead. yeah, I like what you say, Gabriel, about again knowing the value in yourself. So and, and if you know that, then you will not go and try a sample or try to quote unquote bite off of other folks or you know the church you know copying what the world is doing. Right. And uh, and again, I make that statement because I had this conversation about for us with you know with battling and things. You know, it's like you know why are we trying to copy what the world doing? You know, with the you know Teddy Riley and Babyface battle, and it's like okay, you know again yeah. we're not battling one another, but that shows that again we don't see the value in who we are as Christians to be very creative. Right. So I, so, so I got a, I got a question. P.O.R., I want you to talk about the group dynamic and the musical aspect of it. Um, give me some pros. 
I want. I know it's great when you you know when you have a group mate and, and, and you're doing things together. But I also want to talk about some of the cons. What's some of the cons, man, of being in a group that you found? You know, doing music. You know, what what are some some not so great things so that people can be educated on that dynamic on having two people, man, in a group? So so I have to start out by saying Matt and I. Um, I'm 35. He's 34. We we had been a group. We just um, ended the group uh, in June. <clears throat> no personal stuff. Still my best friend, still my brother. It was just transition time. We have been a group since the age of 16 and 17. Okay. Um, and um, for us, because we were best friends and brothers, we never clashed. We always knew how to talk stuff out and, mm -hmm. and hear each other out. Um, but I, I would say the biggest con as we got, especially as we got older, got wives and kids, mm -hmm. and just jobs and stuff was um, for me, my responsibility in the in the group was the marketing and the and executing whatever the vision was. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And so sometimes when I, you know when I get an idea, I like to get on it right away. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a photo shoot, recording, whatever, like let's go. Like, and sometimes because he had his responsibilities what would take a week to complete or a day to complete would sometimes take a month or two months and, and, and just waiting and having to wait sometimes and vice versa. There was times where he wanted to get some stuff done. And it's like, Hey, I got this time scheduled with my wife. We've been ripping and running. We got to spend time together because family is your first ministry. And wow. so I, I guess um, now um, being a solo artist, when whenever I need something done, I could just do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to wait. Um, but there's also cons to that too, because you know, having someone to bounce your ideas off, not saying that I can't still bounce my ideas off off of him, but it's it's different now, you know what I'm saying? But that would be one of the cons I would say, you know, having to wait and make sure we was on the same page, you know. Um so we can run. Amen. Anything, anything run on, on that, bro? I, I, I like what you said, how, you know, you all were able to, um, you know, talk things out and, you know, listen to one another. That shows, you know, intentional effort, you know, because mm -hmm. communicating with human beings. So it's, it can definitely be um, complicated at times. <clears throat> so so BSAC, man, what's what's happening? You know, to talk, talk to us about BSAC, what's going on with BSAC? We know you're a part of it. Well, tell, tell us what BSAC is and what it does and how's it, you know, help, helpful to the, 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 the music community. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, BSAC has um, made more of a transition to um, putting on events and giving artists, Christian artists, a platform. Okay. Uh, we, we still have a chat. Um, um, but we don't really talk as, as often as we used to, because there has been transitions with Will and his position with AFA, they've expanded and doing some phenomenal things with that. But, um, it's really just a resource for artists, whatever artists need, you know, it's, it's brought a group of artists together where we can fellowship and, you know, just bring our resources together. And so it's re it's really what it was since day one, but I would say not as much as how we used to talk every day, you know, right. and things of that nature, you know. 
So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh no, oh no, that's it. Yeah. I, so, so I'm curious, man. So, you know, you being a, a rapper, producer, you know, how do you find time? Because you're a father, you got two kids. You know, how do you find time to 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 write, songwrite lyrics? Get you know, with punchlines, get your mind together, hmm. and then turn around and, and and produce music. You know, how how do you make that transition? You know, tell us your process, man. Do you make your tracks first and you go back and write to them? Because it's very hard to 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 rhyme, to rhyme. What's up? What's up? Uh, read B verses. Uh, it's very hard. It's very hard to rhyme, and then turn around and make music. So, what's your process? How do you make that work for you? It, it depends on how the inspiration comes. To be honest, there's times where I might hear a beat and I just get a concept. Um, uh, it might be the other way around. I might have the concept before I had a beat, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it, just so many different ways. You know, it's never just one way uh, for me in particular. Um, my process, if I if I had it had it laid out the way I want to, um, I would prefer to make the beat first. Mm-hmm. Um you know, even if I had a concept of the song, I'll, I'll try to make a beat that speaks to the concept that I have and then start writing. Um, but it's, it's just how it comes. However, I'm inspired, you know, um, me personally, I really like to create when everybody's asleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe. You know, I'm a night owl. You know, there's no distractions, you know, so I could stay up all night if I'm in the zone and create. And, and things of that nature. But um, now with with our schedules kind of being different, like even before the pandemic, a lot of my creative time would be um, while I'm working, you know, mm-hmm. um, in between cars or in between clients when I take a break while I'm driving, because I, I would do a lot of driving, um, which is oddly enough, I do a lot of writing while I'm driving. I don't physically write, but I'll record on my phone Having to say, boy, you been on hit a bus, man, trying to, trying to write that bus. No, no, no. I I record in my phone, um, but you know, because I listen to tracks all day. But it it's a it's it's most definitely a process, man. And you know, I do take pride in the production side. I take pride in the writing side. I take pride in all, in the in in the entire process, man. I love it, you know. So so when you so 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 when you're doing a project. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got a title of a project, because I know I'm working on a project right now. I'm, I'm working mm-hmm. on an instrumental project. And I had a concept of the project, which a theme over the whole project. And and, and so what I, what works for me is I'll, I'll write all the titles. So if I'm going to do 10 tracks, 12 tracks, I'll write all my titles that I want because titles are very important because titles catch you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I turn around because I try to write titles to that concept. But talk about how you, when you put your project together, what's your process? Determine titles, theme, overall objective. What's your thought process, and how do you put that together? Usually, usually I'll have the concepts before the title, um, and 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 so what I'll usually do is brainstorm. Like, okay, what? What is this body of work communicating? Usually, mm-hmm. like my art comes from my life. You know what I'm saying? How I'm 
um, seeing things and conversations that I'm having. So I never just try to create something, you know, um, or what am I going to talk about? I, the first thing I go to is what do I feel like God has been dealing with me with? What have been conversations I've been having, ex life experiences? And so balling, um, bottling all of that up, okay, what is a title that captures that? You know what I'm saying? And so I might have like three, uh, two to three different titles. And um, I have a I have a circle of people that I'll run it by, like Reby versus being one of the dudes and, and a couple of other guys like, man, what you think about this title? Or how do you think about, what do you think about this? Cause I understand the value of a team too. You know, mm -hmm. um, a, a, a team helps you fine tune your vision. And um, you could present that, you could present it to them before you present it to the public and they can scrutinize it. Like, nah, I like this better. And then about time the public sees it, it's like, boom, like, you know, but that's the process for me, you know, um, because once it's out there, you can't take it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hey, so would you go ahead, Ron. I would say, yeah, of course, um, with the team, you express the importance of having that because nobody can really do it on their own and you're bouncing your ideas off that. So, you know, that's how you come up with a great product. So, mm -hmm. yeah, good, good on that. So, so when you start creating a song, man, do you start like at a chord? Do you start with a verse? You know, do you format? Do you structure your song first before you start writing to it? How do you how do you come up with your verses, your bridges, your verse, your verse, or your 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 intros? What do you start when you start? You know, your song from scratch as a producer. Where do you start from? I used I talk about what I used to do. I used to be super structured. Um, Either the song was going to be two 20 bar verses and uh, two hooks or three hooks and three 16s or two 16s. Mm -hmm. Now um, everything is off of feel. How does it feel? You know, mm -hmm. like I'm writing a song right now. I was actually recording it before I came in here. Um, the first verse is like 24 bars and then it goes into the hook. And then the last verse is like 32 bars. It's unorthodox, but it it feels right for the type of song it is. It's, it's um whatever feels right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and so that's been my process. There are times when um I'll get the hook first. Mm -hmm. Um, there's times where I'll get the verse first. There's times where I'll get the the beat first. And, um, it just depends on the song. I you know I don't really have a set way of creating per se, you know, it's all off of inspiration. There's been times where I've went in the studio and just be like, I'm gonna create something and didn't know what I was gonna create. And then there's other times where I'm like, man, I gotta get to the studio because this idea, you know, I'd be beatboxing in my phone, you know, if I'm not by the studio and my wife would be laughing at me. And then when she hear the finished product, she'd be like, oh, okay, I see what she was doing. But it, it, I sound silly sometimes, you know, but you got to get the ideas out when they when they hot and fresh. It's nothing worse than having an idea and not recording it and then right. forgetting it. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Yes. Like, you're like, man, like, you know, so that's that's my process, man, with, with, with the creating the music and everything. So 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 what do you use? Are you are you using reason? Are you using Pro Tools? You're using you know, what's your, what's your, what's your gear looking like, man? What you producing? What you prefer, man? What's your gear looking like? I use, 
I use Fruity Loops, specifically Fruity Loops 10 is what I use okay. right now. Okay. And I got plug look, look, I've been um I got plugins like Nexus and stuff. I got different plugins in it, but right now currently I'm using Fruity Loops 10 and it's kind of just been like I haven't updated it because I got all like all my stuff is in there and I know that's going to be a process of transferring everything but I do know you do you do know when you go to Fruity Loop 20 all your songs are still open in FL20 just so you know that. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Just so you know that. All your songs are still open in FL20. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm looking. I'm look. Um, I'm looking to upgrade some stuff after after I finish this album. I'm actually almost done, but, but you ain't but you ain't got to upgrade, man. Cause like uh, uh, Illmind, Illmind still use Battery Three. I'm like Battery Three, like that's old. Okay, I always admire guys like you, Rico, and this is why. And I don't think I ever told you. This. I admire guys like you because you know all the technical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I like people be thinking I make my stuff on NPCs or whatever. Whatever. I've been Fruity Loops since day one. Like I started out on Fruity Loops three. I was, I was using Fruity Loops when everyone was making fun of software. Everybody was doing NPCs, NPC two thousand, NPC twenty five, like. Fruity Loops, and then it was funny to watch the transition. Now everybody and their mama use software, and and I had just I just stuck with what was comfortable. I always try to become better from a skill side, and I, and I know I could probably learn more of the technical side. But <laughs> when I get reactions from people and they like, "Yo, you made like where'd you make that?" Like it's just been Fruity Loops, and 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 I I feel like I've master to um not saying that I don't have stuff that I can still learn but I I know what I'm doing and I know how to get the sounds that I want to get out of that and so you know I just upgrade my sound kit I you know without upgrading the program get new kit new sounds and I'm good to go so so me and my brother it's my brother Ricky and he was talking about he I my, I'm I'm the I'm the software I'm the software king, but he's he's a tech he's a tech king, right? Okay. So so I'm I'm really really good, but my brother he's like really really dope. Like he he runs circles around me when it comes to that. Although I'm super smart, I don't get. But this cat man, he's just like not human, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so and he always called me King Caveman, you know, because I do upgrade because right now. Because uh, I remember when I was, because I use Mac, right? And okay. so, so, so basically, I was on ten point seven for a long time, right? Okay. OSS ten point seven. They already up to to fifteen Catalina. Mm. So I didn't want to upgrade because basically, when you upgrade, a lot of times you lose function of your plugins. And I just right, have right. stuff that I know work, and I don't like getting errors. I don't want my stuff to not load up. That's what know. I'm afraid of. That's what I'm terrified of. So, so, that, so that's why I'm laughing at you because my brother do that. He's like, dude, it's gonna be all right. I'm like, oh no, it's not testing. I'm, I'm looking at the forum. They having problems. Well, I don't look, have because my look, brother, look, he's a, he's the PC king. I'm a Mac king, right? Look, so we, if we lose, all, look. If I and just real quick, if I lose something, if I lose the wrong thing, I might break down and cry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. nah, like. 
I'd rather buy a whole nother computer right, and right. keep the old one that I got, which is probably what I'm about to do, actually, is just buy a whole new joint and keep what I got. And because I don't want to risk it. Like, I, I can't, man, you talking, man. <laughs> yeah, but they actually made for FL20 to open it because everybody, that's a lot of reason why a lot of people didn't upgrade. But I understand your feeling, man. You know, like I, I'm still on a uh, high Sierra, you know, 10.30. I would not go to Mojave because <laughs> I have my stuff because I like, I, I want to upgrade when I want to upgrade, right? I don't right. want to upgrade. Like I have Reason 11 and I, I don't mix a mastering reason, but I produce in reason, you know, but I'll upgrade. I want to upgrade when I want to. I want to be forced to upgrade. I know it's, we, we talk good. You talking about sounds like Rico. Uh, but that, but that's the thing, you know. We're music producers, and and that's what's so great. Why I wanted to be because we all have our own footprint. That's what makes right. it. You know, it doesn't matter, man. If you got a keyboard and you don't have a controller, and if you can make beats on fruity using your regular computer keyboard, because you can you can tap a key, man, as a hi hat, man, make that jump. It don't yeah. matter, right? Yeah. So, all that matters is the finished product. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it don't matter how much you got. If if your if your music don't sound good, it's like you got all that stuff. Your your studio shouldn't look better than your music sound. Right? <laughs> and, I, and I know and I know a lot of studios that look way better than music sounds. You know, um, but but I, but I, but 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 I wanted to ask you as a writer. Mm-hmm. When you write your songs, you know, how do you as a writer, us being believers, you know, how do you how do you feel about <laughs> talking about life issues? Because I feel like Christian music, just my opinion. Right. But I feel as though because we're as believers, we got answers for people like we know why things are. You know, you having issues, you have issues in your marriage, you have issues with your kids, mm -hmm. you're dealing with that co-worker, man, that you just really getting on your nerves. I feel like we don't talk about we don't live in reality. We we don't we don't talk about reality. We 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 pretend there is no struggle, there is no issues, and then people go behind closed doors and they struggle, commit suicide. You know how can how how can we still keep it keep it truthful because lying to somebody is not helping them, right? So how right. can we as believers keep it keep it reality and keep it and keep a biblical biblical worldview at the same time without scaring people off? Because the way we come off sometimes, like we 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 tell people that they gotta change right now. Because I know when I got saved, I got saved with a with a 32-ounce of old English in my hand, drinking that junk <laughs> while I was praying. I'm just being honest with you. Because she was praying, it was praying for me. I was drinking that junk. <laughs> and she was trying to, tell, you know, and, and the lady was praying. She's like, "You ain't got." I said, "You know, I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful." Cause just like how you know, but I'm drinking this forty. I'll, you can keep praying, but I'm drinking this forty. She's like, "You don't care. You can keep. You can keep drinking. I'm gonna keep praying." And she kept praying. That's still drinking. So that's real, real deal. But tell me, how do you think we can bridge that gap and really be relevant and effective as believers with our music? Just gotta be honest, man, and and like, um, I'll say our biggest song to date, um, 
as Path of Revelation is our song the night. And and I think one of the reasons why the song is our biggest song, not just because we did a, a dope video for it, but context wise, man, I talked, we talked about our struggles. Like I talked about how I struggled with pornography while mm -hmm. I was a youth pastor, while I was doing uh, college ministry and like, mm -hmm. and how I wrestled with that. And um, I think people be, be, be need to I think, I, I think most guys don't wrestle with that, bro. Yeah, if they yeah. be alive, they say they don't. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. Let me look at your phone, bro. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's you know we got to be honest about our testimony, man. And um, mm -hmm. we you don't have to glorify sin to be honest, like right. Um, and so, 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 so no, no, stop right there because that's too huge for you. It's too huge. It's too huge for you to pass by that. Like so, explain what you just said when you say we we can be transparent. What I glorify sin. Like, how does that work? Talk that. Let me tell you what's A lot of artists, I notice a lot of artists, they're transparent, but their transparency ends up actually making more of their sin or what they struggle with than Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think that has to be the case. Like, I could be honest about what I've been through. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and the effects of what I've been through, and w without making it seem like there's no answer for it, right? Uh, and a lot of people they rap about stuff and sing about stuff that they're not actually delivered from, mm -hmm. and that's and I think that's an issue. You know, some some people just need to sit down and get get they walk together. You know what I'm saying? Forget the microphone, but. Um, I think we need to be honest. And, and that's one, actually one of my goals um, as I'm creating um, as a solo artist. Now, I have I have some songs that I believe are, are crazy that that when people hear it, it's just going to be like, yo, this is this is crazy. Um, like I, um, me and my wife, um, I got a song that I'm writing right now called Wait or that I wrote called Wait. Mm -hmm. And um, the song talks about the last two years, what we went through, you know, from our house being in foreclosure, my dad being sick and getting down, uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's and um, business, business, um, just struggling and, and just so many, one thing after another, you know what I'm saying, happening. And, and I, I walk people through that um, and how I felt like I was about to lose my mind and then how God brought us through to where we are now. And so I, I think people need to hear our testimonies. Um, we need to be honest with people, be honest about our mistakes and not make it, not make excuses for our mistakes. Like, you know, we don't have to condemn ourselves, um, but be honest with people and point people to Christ as the solution, as the answer, you know, and so that I think is needed. We need transparency, but we also need Christ with that transparency. You don't, know, don't you don't you think it's very important that because God, what I don't hear a lot of us believers say, sometimes God don't deliver you. Sometimes you pray for a blessing, and that blessing don't come in the way you pray for. Sometimes the Lord don't mm -hmm. show up on your sickbed. Sometimes you die. Right. Yeah, Sometimes some, some, sometime your loved ones are not healed. You right? you 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 talking about my last show. My last show 
was titled, um, What Are the Promises of God? Does God promise every believer physical healing while they're here on earth? What is biblical prosperity? And I dealt with these things. Like even when we look at like Paul, right? Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul was going around casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead. And then when he went to the Lord about the thorn in his flesh, yeah. which, which was from Satan, mm -hmm. Jesus didn't respond and say, Satan, get thee behind him. Mm -hmm. He responded and said, my grace is sufficient for you. Right. He told and Paul, Peter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and Paul let us know that the thorn in his flesh was from Satan, but mm -hmm. that God was using the attack from Satan to keep him humble. Oh. And so and so there's times where God will allow the enemy to remain for for a season or a time. To now, stop, mm -hmm. now stop right there, because I want you to go back and explain what Jesus said to Peter. He said, my grace is sufficient for for you. No, Paul, you, that's Paul. What he said to Peter in the garden of Gethsemane. Oh, uh -huh. uh, when he said, um, told him to watch and pray with him for a while. Right. And they kept falling asleep. Right. And Joker right. couldn't stay awake. And, right. um, and um, Jesus, Jesus said, um, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but, but yeah. your will be done. You know, and he told them the the the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know what so, I'm saying? So, so, so the reason why I brought that up because I because as believers, we don't we're not honest with people, right? Right. We we, we tell lies, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be honest, right? I'm gonna be very transparent because I'm a believer. I've, I've been in the ministry a long time. We we lie to people. Right. Yep. We we lot of as leaders, we lie to people because we don't want people to feel as though if God you pray and God don't answer, there's something that's wrong with you. Right. And it don't mean there's nothing wrong with you. It don't mean that your prayer fell on dead, dead ears. I remember when I was going through a divorce and I prayed, man, I, I was fasting. I won't eat nothing. My fat self, bro. I think I probably lost 50 pounds, I was praying and Fab crying at the mouth, and and guess what? It still it still everything fell, right? That didn't mean that my prayers didn't go through. But I think it's it's important for us to tell the truth. And the reason why I say that because we have to be more honest. I think my brother he said something. He said um, it was allowed to keep him grounded from being puffed up because of the revelation that was given to him. Amen. Yeah. 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 Amen, Ricky. We we have to learn how to be honest with people. And I think we 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 crucify Jesus afresh when we don't tell the truth. When we when we tell people that if you give your rent, God gonna turn around and bless you. No, no liar. You pay your rent because you you got a responsibility to your wife and your kids, right? Mm -hmm. And so so all these scenarios, people don't really know what to expect, and they, they look and they say, well, you know. Whenever when my, when my pastor tells me something that doesn't come to pass, you know, it, it doesn't happen. So we we look at Jesus not being real. So talk about that for a second. If I know we get, we got a few more minutes, but talk no, about no, that. You, I think we're you, you, you we 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 try to play God, right? I I, I gave this analogy. 
what's good for one person might not be good for the next person, right? Right. There's some there's someone who will receive a healing and glorify God, while there's someone who will receive a healing and forget about God. And so we we don't sometimes we pray things that we think is the will of God, and it's just not. We don't know. God is sovereign. And and sometimes the outcomes that we're expecting that we think are beneficial are not going to be beneficial for us down the road. And so sometimes God uses hardships or allows the enemy to attack us, to keep us at his feet, to keep <coughs> us humble, uh, because what, what may be good for one person may not be good for the next person. And so um, I, I call it false expectations. We tell people when when preachers and pastors tell people to do something and to expect an outcome, that's sometimes that could be dangerous water. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. And I've seen people walk away from the faith. Like I've I'm into apologetics. A lot of the people that are a part of courts that I deal with and have conversations with, some of them I've done ministry with and served under. And now they're Hebrew Israelites and I'm fighting with uh, for for their soul and, and contending for the faith to un, undo some of the misconceptions that they've had and what have been led them astray and stuff. And so we, we just have to allow God to be God. And, and I made a, that's why I made this post today. I said on my Facebook, I said, you don't have to twist scripture for it to bless you. Right. We just have to learn how to let God be God and rightfully divide the word of truth and and be there for people in their hard times. So you know so so this is the thing that I wanted to hit and and then we're going to wrap up here grace. Grace is God's unmerited favor. That's the definition of grace. It's God unmerited favor. It's unmerited when we take that word unmerited, unmerited, we break it down. You can't work for it. You can't buy it. Right. You can't you can't achieve it. You can't fail for it. There's nothing. There's no type of action that you can take to attain it. Right. right. And and God gives grace to every person. So one person can can not even come to Christ. And I believe that Jesus gave that when, when Jesus gave that parable about the vineyard in the vineyard where one man worked and, and he came in. And then on the first hour, you know, he agreed for the for the price. But on through that story, you know, someone came in the last hour, he agreed, but the other workers got mad because he came in the last hour and got the same wage. Right. I, 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 I took I took that parable <laughs> to equate that to God's grace because you know what? I got saved at 26 years old. And mm-hmm. I was a fool at 20 before the age of 20. I was a fool. I mean, you hear me? I was a fool. Right, but there's some people didn't even live to be 26 and died, man, you know, without Jesus before 26. There are some people that are 50 years old that never live for Christ, right? And then there's some people that are 44 years old that live Christ all their life, and they 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 go before the thing that you know is important. Why I want to say that is that we have to understand God's grace, you know, He's God, yeah. we don't we don't have all those answers, so. Yeah. So talk about that on that, that level of grace and how we got to look at that and what does that mean? Before, as a yeah, I mean, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's it's 
unmerited favor. Um, and, and, and we didn't, we don't, we didn't do anything to earn God's favor. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, we didn't deserve it. Um, but yet that's what makes it amazing grace. You know, um, he, he, he showed it to us. Uh, yet while we were in sin, Christ died for us. Like these are, these are things that we can grab a hold to. Um, and, and there are promises, um, that we can hold to even in this life when we're going through, you know, the Lord promised that if he clothes the lilies of the field and feed the birds of the air, how much more important are we? He said, when you seek first the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. all of his righteousness, all of these things shall be added and he'll supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory and all things work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. Listen, I don't, the God I serve isn't just God in the good times. He's God in the bad times. He, sometimes God allows us to go through hard things so he can flex in the midst of the storm. It's not just for him to take away the storm sometimes. Sometimes God wants to reveal himself in the midst of it. And so, that grace going back to what he told Paul, what I like about that story is also Paul's response because he goes from saying, Lord, take it away from me. And the Bible says he acts three times and the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for my strength is made perfect in your in weakness. And then Paul responds and says, I, therefore, I will glory in my infirmities um, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And, and that's where I think all of our goals should be is that because God has showed us unmerited favor and this grace that's available to us, we have a responsibility to respond, respond in gratitude, right. respond in reverence and, and, and tap in that the power of Christ may rest upon us. And, and look, man, I believe one of the reasons uh, Rico and, and Ronnie, why the church it lacks a lot of power is because we're not honest about our struggles. We're not honest about our weaknesses because Paul said when he, when Paul got honest and submitted to Christ, his weaknesses, that's when the power of Christ rested on him, that, that humility that is necessary, you know, it's time to stop faking, you know, about this thing. And I just want to go back, man, when you was talking about sometimes God wants to reveal himself in the midst of the storm. But I, but this is I, I want to add a caveat to that. Sometimes God don't reveal himself in the midst of that storm. He man. doesn't reveal himself at the end of that storm. Another storm comes. He does not reveal himself in the midst of that storm, nor does he reveal himself at the end of the storm. Then another storm come. Then another storm come. And he still ain't revealing himself until five or six storms later. And it still don't give you the outcome that you're looking for. Right. But he's still God. I yeah. thought it's very important that you got to understand because sometimes we have an expectation of God to do something. And he don't always do it. Like we want it. We got to stop beating people up. Yep. Just because somebody's not a Bible thumper like you or don't know scripture like we know scripture, mm -hmm. we don't know what their future is. You yep. know, and I say this all the time. We don't know that if somebody's eyes roll in the back of their head, we don't know if Jesus meet them before the spirit leaves that body. 
That yep. was one of those questions that the Lord said, stay away from foolish and unlearned questions. Because you don't know what happens. Yep. Because we're not able to know. And God would never, ever give a man. Because if man couldn't know who go to heaven and who go to hell, the cat would be trying to sell tickets and lottery tickets <laughs> to come up with. God would never let a human being know who going to go to hell or right. Because the joker's going to try to monetize it. Especially right. now in the virtual world we're living in. They're going to be trying to, you know, flip. <clears throat> that being said, we're going to wrap up and we're going to play 10. You know, we had, we had 10 o'clock on the show. We're going to get up out of here. But we play this game cost 10. You have to pick the first thing that comes in your mind. You can't be thinking, bro. You can't, because, think <laughs> you can't think, bro. You got to say, I'm, I'm nervous. Y'all got me nervous. You might as well be nervous because we're going to get in the team. Here we go. <laughs> Judges or Ezekiel? Ezekiel. Madden 2K20 or NBA 2K20? NBA 2K20. Adidas or Nike? Nike. Ryan Leslie or Brian Michael Cox? Ryan Leslie. Reed B versus a Jake Rome? Reed B versus. <laughs> versus. Kurt Franklin or Dietrich Hadley? Kurt. Andre 3000 or Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Reason 11 or Contact 12? Reason 11. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Michael Jordan. <laughs> Peter or Paul? Paul. Bam. You, you did it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, 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 now Crumb about to give me a diss track. We're going to battle on Facebook Live after this. So, so, so Rod, any last words, man, you want to say, yeah. bro? Hey man, just great meeting you, bro. Um, you know, just listening Likewise. to you. We we need more artists like you out there. That's um that's you know um unashamed of of, of the gospel, putting out great quality lyrics. And uh, yeah, I look forward to getting your music or so and 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 um and pushing it on my show. But yeah, man, um, um awesome job, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys so much. In the, in the last words you want to say, Gabe, man, anything that you want to say, if you want to tell people how to how to get at you, what you got going on. You know. go, to, go to path, like walking path, pathofrevelationnow.com, all my social media contacts, the Path of Revelation podcast. Make sure you subscribe. It's on all digital outlets. Um, amazing shows. We just uh, celebrated a, a year, um, a couple of months ago, actually. Um, listen, just, just add me on Facebook, How, you know, but pathofrevelationnow.com. Um, at POR Music on all social media uh, outlets. So, appreciate you guys. I appreciate you, Doc. Well, that's what it is, man. So, we, you know, we, we thank God, man, for having uh, allowing Gabriel, man, to come through to check us out. We appreciate it. We love you, bro. And uh, as we get ready to get up out of here, you know, if you get an opportunity, man, make sure you go and subscribe it in the box, you know, and uh, we're on every Friday night at 9. And don't forget Just Life on Sunday at 8 p.m. God bless. Good night.